are you sure you're ready? Because like usually you're in the background and everybody's just flicking you crap. And I'm kind of yeah, giving that's... you a spotlight here, bud. That's, that's what I'm used to. So, okay, you think you can handle it? Now I'll 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 have some actual content, and not just quips. Actually, I know that because you're kind of my go-to guy when I get uh, weird watch questions too. Because <laughs> it's it's not something. <clears throat> I spend a lot of time messing with other than tracking my dogs. And that's kind of what we're going to talk about on this tech tip is the different watch series, um, the benefits that come with them. Mm -hmm. But I know you, you kind of nerd out on this stuff. So, you know, a lot of like the, the little stuff that adds, I don't want to say adds value to everybody, but there are a lot of guys that can utilize more on these watches than they, they think they can. I, I think so. And, uh, besides just being fun to look at and play with, um, they're actually rather useful and I, I don't feel like people know about them yet. Um, especially our customers. I, I think that they would be able to utilize these, um, a, a lot more, um, than they get used. I, I just don't see us move a lot of them. And I think it's disappointing because they're very cool. Yeah. Well, and I think a lot of it is people got hung up on the high price tag of the Phoenix stuff right. early on, you know, and it, like anything, it, it was, uh, it was new to the market for the hound guys. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I find where this is a really, really beneficial tool for a lot of the gun dog hunters, mm-hmm. um, you know, quick at a glance. Mm-hmm. It, it just brings a different element where you don't have to have that handheld in your hand. You can have two free hands and still yep. keep tabs on everything. People so, don't realize that you can have it in a backpack and, and it'll it'll and plus connect like Bluetooth connect to your right. watch you can still see everything happening live and it's at a glance. Um, they're, they're very handy to have. I will warn you this. If you see my alpha in my backpack, just know you're about ready to walk into something horrible. If <laughs> you, you don't want me to see me it again, Andrew, no, you don't even <laughs> want to look at that point. Cause that handheld's <laughs> usually in my hand, but going through the steep stuff, that's where I really find, you know, having the watch mm-hmm. is a big benefit too. You know, it's quick at a glance. I can put stuff away so it's safe. Um, but right. again, it, it's one of those things like the drive tracks at first. That mm-hmm. was a weird thing. You know, they sold themselves in some ways and in yeah. other ways people were really leery. And now it's mm-hmm. kind of standard equipment for a lot of these hunters out there. So what I would like to do is let's kind of do a, a brief overview. And mm-hmm. we're going to go over the differences between the instinct and the Phoenix the mm-hmm. benefits that you can kind of see from from both of those series of dog trackers. And, you know, we'll get into a little bit of the, the apps as far as what's usable, what we think of as hunters, and then some other things that Andrew has uh, dug up on his rabbit holes of research when he's trying right to get on. busy. <laughs> so it, it's kind of my go-to thing to do if there's, if there's downtime is uh, check out watches. Yeah, and, uh, right. It's one of those things that... You know, I just think that we need to educate some people on because there mm-hmm. is a big difference in price when you're looking at it. I mean, I would say that is the first thing people are going to see. Instinct series right. is going to be a lot cheaper than a Phoenix. Right. So yeah, why don't we start off there with with some features on the Instinct? And mm-hmm. I will start off with the easy one and then I'm going to leave the hard stuff to Andrew. <laughs> yes, you can track your dogs with it. And that is what 99% of the people who buy these from us really Mm -hmm. care about. So, yes, you can go with the less expensive model and still have the ability to track your dogs. Right. So why don't you kind of give us a little brief overview of the Instinct series, bud? The Instinct is great. They 
describe the a Garmin as, as rugged watches, and they really are. Um, you can take a look at the casing on them, and you know that you're not going to break that thing. You can get frustrated and pitch it into a tree, and nothing bad's going to happen to the thing. It's not that we would recommend rated. that, right? Try not to, but you know, worse comes to worse, and you get frustrated. Do that instead of your Alpha. Um, <laughs> they're cheaper. Yeah, they're they're shock rated um, military specifications. In fact, the military does use these watches. A lot of people forget that Garmin's very first contract was the United States military, um, and, and they still uh, do a lot of business with Garmin today. Um, they make versions of these for you know, special forces guys who are using these with night vision, um, who are using these to you know calculate ballistics. But that's I mean completely different watches. The Instinct is is your very basic dog tracking watch, and it's at a price point that people can usually handle. Like you're looking at three hundred bucks for the standard edition. If it's not on sale, that's a TT fifteen. Yeah, exactly. And it's one of those things where it's not. I don't feel you're sacrificing quality in any right. way. I think the Instinct is a solid watch. The big thing to me is I noticed that they do fit a little different than the Phoenix. Mm-hmm. A Phoenix fits more like um like I would say a high end wristwatch. Where oh, yeah. the it, yeah, exactly. It mm-hmm. is. It's you know, you're looking almost double the price. Mm-hmm. But when you look at the instinct and the way that the the band is molded around, it's made to be a real snug fit, which I think is, is really beneficial going through the woods, you know, as far mm-hmm. as getting brush hung up or you're going through some nasty stuff. The I idea with the instinct helps. is that you forget it's there, um, essentially. Like a lot of people um, wear it for workouts or, um, you know, hunting and stuff like that, where, where you, you don't want to feel it necessarily, but you want to be able to look at it. Because it is pretty light on the wrist. I mean, it is extremely light. It still does things like heart rate. Um, that's what I was Garmin. just going to say, mm-hmm. is the Go heart ahead. rate. And that's another one that I find useful on it because I will... I watch mine just to make sure I don't have a heart attack and keel over or something. That's but, right. You're an old man. Yeah. Right. Old, <laughs> but even having that less expensive line, you're still keeping the dog tracking and you're keeping a heart rate monitor, which I thought was really cool. I kind of figured that one would be missing when they launched these and, and these aren't a new product. They've been out for a while. We've mm-hmm. just been getting a lot of inquiries about them lately. I know I've been getting a lot of phone calls. So I was really pleasantly surprised to see the heart rate monitor because I do think that's a useful tool for people. Mm-hmm. Another big one for Houndsman, I think, is going to be the bread crumb, crumb trail, the, um, the track back feature. Sure. It, it'll, you can mark your truck, walk away, and it leaves a line right back to it. I mean, it's nothing your alpha doesn't do with the track, but to have that available on your watch that you can look at it as a glance, you always know your way back to the truck. It, it's great to have in that way especially if you have another equipment failure like let's say you do have mm-hmm. an accident you take a tumble and your alpha goes you know kaput right you, you still, still have, have it's an independent track back it's not reliant mm-hmm. on your handheld exactly. so you would still have a way to find your way back out and get back to your vehicle mm-hmm. the water rating is great on these you can take a tumble in a creek you can drop it in the water fish it out and it'll still be running strong that's so snow is no problem you can shower you can swim with the thing if you want to um, lightweight, I just looked it up, 52 grams, um, very light watch, uh, 16 megabyte memory, which is not huge, but for the instinct, it's really all you need. It's not meant to store waypoints on or anything. Um, it'll, it'll link to a phone, um, which is also another great feature of Garmin, Garmin watches. Um, and you can still get like your notifications, right? Exactly. And And more importantly for me, um, 
It has a find my phone feature on this and the Phoenix. <laughs> if you are someone who loses your phone constantly, especially in the truck cushions or something like that, you can ping it. It'll light up and you can find it instantly. You don't have to spend like an entire day searching your truck or your couch for your lost phone. Oh, man. No joke. The first time I used that feature, that was like the greatest thing since sliced bread. Oh, man. If you're if you're like me and you lose your phone probably twice a day, um, you, you don't know what to do without it. Ours was usually getting relocated by a bunch of mini me's running around this house. Yeah. So it's like, where's the TV remote and where's my phone? Two most it, common ass questions. Yep. If but there's yeah, a way that you could cool. ping your alpha and make it light up, that would be the best. I mean, the yeah, anti plus Garmin, connection. Get on that one. Yeah, anti plus connection is you know is only about thirty feet, so it's not like I can you know give my kid my tracker and run off with my watch and we're still tracking the dog. You right. have to be in close proximity to your tracker. Uh, Real similar to like impair. the drive track. Exactly, same kind of connection. Um, but yeah, um, smart watch mode. Another nice thing about the Instinct versus the Phoenix it will have longer battery life. You can put it into the smartwatch mode so it's not tracking GPS. It'll go up to 14 days if you really need it to. Yeah. Yeah, they do have good battery life. Mm-hmm. So really, I mean, for I would say the average average person calling in, yep. I would say probably 70 to 80% of them are going to really be satisfied with an instinct. I don't feel yes. like they're going to miss out on anything real big. Uh, they're just looking for basic a rugged watch, something that's going to, you know, put in the miles in the woods and still keep working. Mm-hmm. I think that it is a hundred percent a valid option for a lot of our customers out there. Now, if you call and you get me, I will try to convince you to get the Phoenix. Because- why, why is that Andrew? <laughs> Tell me. Because they're just amazing. If you, if you have a grasp of technology and you're not intimidated by it, I would strongly recommend going up to it. Okay, hold on. I'm going to pause you right here. I'm going to pause you. Go ahead. If you don't care about garage door openers or all the (laughs) other bells and whistles that like 99% of us say, I am never going to use that. You can just stop this podcast right now. Probably the instinct is the one you're going to want. But for all the techie gurus out there, Andrew, continue. Let me talk about the Phoenix here. The, The Phoenix. It does everything. I find out new stuff about these watches every single day, and they're constantly coming out with new stuff. And that's the great thing about Harman Express. You plug it in, it automatically updates your watch. Um, your watch will automatically update, actually, if it's paired to your phone, and downloads can be done through that a lot like an Alpha 200i. Um, the Phoenixes, you plug that in, and you look at the suite of apps and widgets and watch faces and data fields that you get, I mean, it's endless. You you can just play with it until the end of time. And you've got a huge memory for apps and and other stuff on there. Yeah. Yeah. And the other thing that I, you know, I guess, I don't know how I want to, how I want to lay these out, but I will start with watch faces because that can kind of roll into the next one. The instinct is going to have a set design watch face. Okay. Mm -hmm. There's levels. It's a, a multi display. I guess is the best way to put it. Yeah. So you're not going to be able to change that face. We're on the Phoenix sixes or even the other previous Phoenix models. You can create custom or select from a set batch of watch faces. And you actually just made one, didn't you? For like the state of Wisconsin, you were messing around yeah, with it. Yeah. Um, I got, I opened up uh, MS paint there, put some of our cooler designs, uh, some W designs in there. Um, a uh, blog article is actually going to be coming out with a few of those on there. 
you can just download those onto your phone. Uh, they have a great app called uh, Connect IQ. You can go in there and design your own custom watch face, um, customize data fields. There are some limits to it, which is why you would probably want to look into third-party watch faces before too long if you got a Phoenix. Right. So you can do a full-blown custom watch face. And making your friends jealous with a W watch face when you roll up to the hunt that nobody else has. I mean, come on. That's <laughs> going to be so cool. <laughs> yeah. And you said, that's right. You just did an article on it. And I don't know when that one's going to launch, but it will be coming out here in the future. So <laughs> you'll see you'll several Phoenix articles from me because I'll, I'll talk about them for quite a bit. But just as far as watch faces, um, I'm rocking my W one right now. But before <laughs> that, I had a great watch face on there. It has a heart rate monitor going. It has a three day weather forecast and uh, you pop into a couple of apps here I can check the local rainfall what it's going to look like um, there's another app I have on here where you can set the coordinates of the uh, of the weather server to your preferred hunting spot so you can gotcha. kind of see what conditions are going to be like a couple of days from now when you actually head up what snowfall is going to be like what rainfall is going to be like is it a good day to hunt should I skip today um, like that's you guys never the that. answer, Andrew. That's, that's how we know you're not a houndsman. Is it a good day to hunt or not? <laughs> it always is. But I, you can see how miserable you're going to be out yeah, there. Yeah, exactly. You know what to wear. It is really handy, you know, with being able to change those watch faces and get mm -hmm. the different data fields. I find myself, you know, I used to never even pay attention to a lot of mm -hmm. it, but I really keep an eye on barometric pressure. Yeah. And I, you know, that is one of my my settings on my watch face. I've got mm -hmm. it constantly. I can see if we're rising or falling in pressures. Right. Because I've noticed correlations there with how the game moves. Mm -hmm. um, sunrise and sunset is what I have on mine. Yep. And then uh, the day and the date, because most days I don't even know what day it is anymore. <laughs> you can also track elevation too. If that's mm -hmm. something you want to look at, like your elevation gain, um, you get one of these dog tracking apps though. They'll give you dog odometers. Um, you can yeah. see Topo in the background. That's another thing about the Phoenix, and I don't know if you want to touch on this yet. Yeah, yeah. I think it's a good place to roll into it. Yeah, Phoenix, you can actually get Topo maps on your watch. You can uh, do a Google search even um, for Phoenix 6s, and you can check out what kind of mapping they have on there. Good-sized watch face, um, it especially depending on which model you get. And you can actually see topo lines. So you know where the dogs are running. You know what it's going to look like. You could hunt mm. without even having to take that alpha out of your pocket if you have good dogs that don't need correction. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that's, you know, it's nice to have that kind of pro compass view where you've got the distance mm -hmm. and the direction. I'm not going to say it's... <sighs> The most user friendly. Don't get me wrong. The the topo stuff is really nice as long as you're not needing to pinpoint. Like if you're one of those guys that wants zoomed in and you want to see who is literally just running mm -hmm. the front end of a very short string of dogs, it's going to constantly be resetting and it's kind of can be a pain that way. Mm -hmm. I usually keep mine out to a little bit of a zoom level where I can just see the roads. I can get an idea of the lay of the land. Yeah. And it does actually show your dog icons on it. Like mm -hmm. Andrew was saying, kind of like a, a drive track would. So you you have the best of both worlds. You still can have the topography mapping with the dog icons plotted on it, or you can have that compass view. And both of them are, I mean, handy in their own right. Right. I mean, yeah, it's not going to give you that exact zoom. Like if you want to see who's leading the race exactly, you can always, you know, re you can always check out your data afterwards and see, you know, which dogs are running fastest. It does give you that option, but on that little screen, it might, it might make it a little tough to see who's, 
uh, who's up front. Yeah. And then the other, I'll just roll through the features that I use on mine. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. What do you find most useful? Heart rate, which we kind of already talked about is available Mm -hmm. on both models. I find myself with the stress meter a lot. Okay. (laughs) Like little side note, I'm going to detour for just a second. Sure. So it's been a little crazy around my house lately. We've had a lot, (laughs) a lot happen in the last six months, we'll say. (laughs) So finally, I'm like, I've got to get back out to the woods. You know, I've been slacking Mm -hmm. and my stress level, I noticed like right now, even, and I'm pretty calm around Andrew, I'm still running in like the (laughs) eighties at the moment. I noticed myself going back. And once you sync this with your phone, you can track all the history. I was watching myself go from like the eighties and the stress level down to the teens Mm -hmm. within an hour of hitting the woods. It's so great I thought to see that. maybe that was like a fluke, you know, but like the next four or five trips, I'm like, holy crap, that is really true. So I don't know if I can get a doctor's note for that, but I think I should <laughs> be able to. But I do use the stress and the heart rate a lot just because I don't want to have a heart attack. I think I'm a pretty healthy guy, but <laughs> it just helps me kind of maintain and, and just keep an eye on mm-hmm. things. So that's the two, two probably most use at a glance other than the dog tracker. Mm-hmm. I use the hunt and fish a lot because believe it or not, I actually have some, uh, some faith in that hunter's almanac that Garmin put together as far as, you know, moon phases and calculating mm-hmm. day good and poor hunting days. I kind of do believe in some of that. Um, the barometer, yeah, like I said, I one. use a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, really that those are the big ones that I use. Um, I mean, yeah, some no, of them you, I leave on like your step mm-hmm. counter and whatever, if you feel like bragging, right. but, um, for the most part, it's just the dog tracking, the weather, the barometers, anything that I feel can affect hunting conditions. I know that I have right here on the Phoenix, so I can be driving down the road and not have to pull out a cell phone and get a ticket, you know, <laughs> or take your pulse. Yeah, exactly. But I think it is important when it comes to picking one of these watches, mm-hmm. I would highly recommend the Sapphire lenses. Yes. That's, uh, that's what I was going to touch on next. Uh, um, it's the like Sapphire lens. mind or something, man. <laughs> now. Yeah. The Sapphire lens would be very important for an outdoorsman. I would think, especially um, if I'm a swimmer or something like that, and I'm getting a watch for that, you might not need it, but um, my watch, I got it. And in a week and a half, I think I scratched it on a screw on a countertop. So, and I didn't get the Sapphire version and that would not have happened. You should have got the Sapphire. The Sapphire version, it comes, it, it's synthetic Sapphire crystal. It has a nine on the most hardness scale that they use to measure the density of objects. 10 is diamond. One is like chalk. One is talc. So okay. nine is pretty high. It's, it's harder than a masonry drill bit. So you could go at it with a masonry drill bit and technically you're, it should take a while to scratch your watch. I'm glad you used the word should because nobody should ever try that. But yeah, please don't try it. <laughs> I have taken like even, you know, if I got something on the screen, I needed to scrape off of there. I mean, mm-hmm. I've gone to the point of trying it with like a knife or a screwdriver. You know, like, yeah. honestly, I was checking to see how hard it was. And I can tell you, I have beat mine through briars, you know, manzanita brush, good hard brush. Mm-hmm. Uh, whacked it on the dog box or on a door. Yeah. So anytime I'm working, I usually even leave it on still. And it just seems to be able to take whatever I throw at it. Right. I try not to abuse it, obviously, but doing what we do, especially in the woods, it's mm-hmm. going to get banged around. 
Um, exactly. But yet, have I seen any kind of imperfection on it? No. Yeah. And the Sapphire Edition is usually only a hundred bucks extra. I would definitely recommend springing for it um, if you're going to do something like that. Um, other things on the Phoenix case size. That's going to be, I think, a big one for a lot of people. Um, they go as small as 42 millimeters in diameter, and they go up to 51 millimeters in diameter. I would think um, for some of our customers, it's like, I don't want to squint at my watch face. You can get a big fat watch face on this thing, and that means bigger maps. And when you use your dog tracking app, things are going to be easier to see. So mm-hmm. 51 millimeter case might be a good idea as well. Yeah. My one word of caution with the bigger faces is if mm-hmm. you do not have a big wrist, you know, if you are not a, a. large, I, I would say larger individual. I mean, like I said, I was a mechanic. I have big wrists, big hands. I have little tech support wrists. Yeah. And have you tried on those, the big faces and tried to bend your wrist around? I'm not going to say I'm using a women's watch band right now because I'm not positive, but I <laughs> this think is why everybody picks band on is bigger you. than mine. Just so you know, this is why everybody picks on you. Okay, maybe I bring it on myself. <laughs> but, you know, it it's not horrible. You know, I would say I'm 5'10", 220, you know, and I had a Phoenix 5 with the, the large face. Mm-hmm. And it really wasn't anything that bothered me too bad. I thought it would. Um, at times, mm-hmm. you know, I'd find myself bending my wrist and hitting a button accidentally. But since going to this 6 with kind of that medium watch face i haven't had any issues and i don't feel that they're too bulky at all really and but they just make sure you're in function as well so you, just like your mm-hmm. alpha so if you don't want to bop a button in the woods or something you can lock that screen yeah and just to be clear i think we should touch on this because we know we can track dogs mm-hmm. but like like we've referred to it kind of um like the drive track series it's a reflection of your dog tracking unit mm-hmm. so your unit is required so even bumping these buttons on the watch, there is no way to administer any kind of correction. No right. tone, no collar light control, nothing like that is going to be able to be administered from the actual Phoenix device. That still has to be issued through the handheld. But they are, you know, they are something that is a pretty valuable tool once you get used to it. I'll be honest, right. I, I have never worn a watch up until I got a Phoenix. I mean, I made it through 33 years old, probably 32 years old and never wore a watch mm-hmm. and they just always bugged me. And then uh, one of the perks of working at W, I got a chance to try out the new Phoenix six. Right. And I've got a Phoenix six titanium that I love it. I mean, now I don't take it off. It's it's to the point where I've left my watch at home before on charge on accident. And you feel like you're walking around with like walking around without a phone or like your wallet or something like that. Um, Because you I don't want to say you become reliant on it, but it's great to have. It Um, is. Especially when I'm going to circle back to those weather apps, because now I'm playing with them on my watch. Garmin's weather is pretty reliable. It's good. But you can download third party weather apps. Like I said, you can you can set the coordinates to. to your favorite hunting spot you can check what conditions are like even when you're not up on the mountain and that's kind of nice knowing um you can see what things are going to be like when you when you finally get up there you can check sophisticated sunrise sun sunset times um oh another couple of things if you have a temp um t-e-m-p-e one of the little devices that garmin sells 
yeah, the temp sensors, you can link that to your watch. You could put that in your dog box, and with a glance of your watch, you could check out what the temperature in your dog box is like. And so I have done that, be, actually. Yeah. It, it's a little rough when you go putting it in the dog box just because mm -hmm. of the transmission. But right. I was running mine, like, just under, like, kind of right at the edge, stuck it mm -hmm. to the bottom of the deck, you know, so mm -hmm. it was up there, and I could still get some signal. And it actually worked fairly well. As long as it was mounted where it could still maintain connection. You know, circling around to music apps, you know, you don't, you don't just have to store music on, on this watch. You can store quite a bit of music on it if you have, like, some wireless headphones or something that you want to pair. Um, heck, you could even download some episodes of the W Podcast and take them with you if you wanted there to. There you go. See, now you're thinking, Andrew. That's good, exactly. good marketing right there, bud. Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, there's there's a ton of features, and unfortunately, you know these these tech tips we're going to keep pretty short because there mm -hmm. is a lot more to these. Trust me, there better be because mm -hmm. Andrew researches them all the time. So <laughs> <laughs> I do. I I would say like what I would circle back to as far as your your key features mm -hmm. is a cheaper doesn't always mean worse, right? Right. The instinct oh, no. is a very viable option for most people out there that are listening to this podcast. I think it's going to be what a lot of folks want. It is pretty handy. So I would say, you know, if anybody has any questions, you can always find these on our website at www.dusupply.com or you can give us a call. Andy is always happy. Crazy Andy. He's ready to talk watches. Oh, you all the time. about watches. I know, right? <laughs> But, you know, we just want to make sure that people are aware of these because uh, it was even for me, it was something mm -hmm. I noticed and I thought, man, that's, I don't need that. It's not something I would ever really use. Mm -hmm. I, I don't wear a watch anyway. Yeah. And then I put one on my wrist and I saw the benefits. You know? I wasn't not, a watch guy either until these. Yeah. So hopefully this kind of lines out a few of the. The questions that we've been getting lately, I think the main one is, yes, the Instinct is a good watch. The Phoenix mm -hmm. is also a good watch. You just, you got to realize Garmin actually really thought about us and put a lot of the features that we need in that lower price point and item. So you call, we're not going to try to talk you into one or the other, honestly. I think that they're both a great watch for what 99% of our listeners are looking for. Mm -hmm. Well, awesome, man. I appreciate you coming on, Annie. You didn't yeah, fail too you. horribly. <laughs> I hope I and nobody really interrupted you. It's just me. Yeah, that's a that's a surprise. Yeah. So if anybody's got any questions, you know, you want to learn more about the instincts in the Phoenix, feel free to check out the website. Give us a call. You know, Andy'd be more than happy to help you. Any of the staff here. Um just just do your research. I have talked a lot of people out of the model they thought they wanted and saved them a pile of money. Yep. Especially so. for, yeah, if you know you're going to use it for a few specific things, you might not need to go full-blown, but if you want to, you probably won't regret it either. See, yep. Awesome, man. Well, thank you guys for listening, and uh, we'll talk to you next time. Thanks, guys.